0: Hello and welcome to ADHD Fest, the podcast all about adult ADHD, with a little bit of self-development and just a sprinkle of law of attraction thrown in there too. I am your host, Tara Pratt, and I would love to chat with you over on our Instagram page, the TikTok page, and you can even find me in the Facebook group, ADHD Fest, the group. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe, that really helps before you leave. But without further ado, let's get into this week's topic and find your fire and your flow with ADHD together. Can listening to certain sounds really help our ADHD? How does it work? This is the rabbit hole I have been down all morning and I'm really excited to share my findings with you because if this works it's a major hack. I have been using some of them without even knowing it so I'm going to give you my experience on that but I'm also going to give you all of the research that I've done so you don't have to. Let's get into it. As I said I'm very excited for this topic so if you can hear pages fluttering it's because I have taken copious notes on this. I just think whatever can make our lives easier is a win and I know at the moment there's the medication shortage. We need all the hacks that we can get. That I'm talking about the shortage in the UK by the way. If you're listening in another country you won't know what I'm talking about but it's pretty crap here. Or maybe you will know what I'm talking about because surely the companies that make these drugs make them all around the world. Who knows? Who can say? But yeah, this is a hack for sure. So often with ADHD, we can be sound sensitive. We can have sensory issues. That's any neurodivergent. It's common to have sensory issues. And if you're not neurodivergent, you can also still have sensory issues. So a lot of times we are sensitive to sound in a negative way. We are negatively impacted or overstimulated by sound. But there is also studies to show recently that we can be positively impacted by sound as well. We can use those sensitivities to our advantage. This goes hand in hand with last week's episode. We are not broken. We are perfectly fine. We just want to improve things for ourselves and make things easier for ourselves. Not everything that we have is all the way negative or all the way positive, and that goes for anyone. Anyway, I digress. ADHD, the positive sounds. To give you an idea of what I'm talking about, I'm just going to tell you quickly what they are, and then I'm going to break them down bit by bit. So they're things like white noise or pink or brown noise. We've been talking about different frequencies, so they'd be different colors of noise. There's 8D, which has become popular on TikTok. We'll get into that. Also, using different frequencies, alpha, beta, theta, delta, and... Uh, The latest thing at the moment people are talking about for ADHD specifically, burnout, is beats per minute. So listening to songs or any music that is over a certain amount of beats per minute can help. And the last thing I want to talk about is ASMR. ASMR, if you haven't heard about it before, is called the Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. It's a phenomenon that started on YouTube. Let's start first by talking about colors noise colors white noise is the more commonly known one this is what a lot of people use to go to sleep i used it with theo when he was a baby it really helps babies sleep it's basically that low hum that buzz that noise or sometimes it's quite high-pitched actually where it's like a fan people that sleep with a fan on all night or like the noise of the hairdryer, something like that that is white noise Now, there's actually several different colors of noise that isn't even just brown and pink, even though they're the ones I'm talking about today. There's actually white, pink, brown, which can also be called red noise, blue, violet, green, gray, or black noise. I'm not gonna go into all of them today, just the ones that are gonna help us. So let's start with white. The difference in the names is based on frequency. So white noise contains every single frequency that the human ear can perceive that the human ear can hear and they're all at equal volume when it's white noise so you can hear every single frequency playing at exactly the same power the same noise level this can mask distracting or triggering sounds and it promotes relaxation it really helps with the insomnia as i said a lot of people blow a fan at night to fall asleep i know that from kathy hilton on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, if you're a Real Housewives fan, you are my person. If you're not, I'm very sorry for mentioning it. Listening to a fan in bed, it really helps insomnia. There were also some studies done from my research um, that showed better memory performance in children with ADHD that were played white noise while they were working so they had better memory performance and they measured that against neurotypical children and it actually caused disruption in the neurotypical children. They're not really sure why that happens, but basically they played it at 80 decibels, this white noise for the children and they had improved memory. The thing is long term, you can't do that because it does damage your hearing long term, but in short spurts, it's absolutely fine. So that is white noise. Pink noise, again, it's all the frequencies that the human ear can hear, but the lower ones are slightly more powerful than the higher ones. So if you remember about white noise, they were all of equal volume. In pink noise, the bottom frequencies, the lower frequencies are just a little bit louder than the top ones, and it gives it an overall softer sound. So those people that cannot stand white noise, which is actually me, I don't really like white noise you can listen to pink noise, it's not as harsh, it's slightly deeper and softer. And it actually mimics sounds that we hear in nature, so rain would be pink noise, things like that. And obviously these natural sounds promote relaxation, it stimulates your nervous system and it can create relaxation. So when we're talking specifically about helping ADHD, the white noise does help with cutting out distractions, it can help you sleep, but the pink noise actually is proven to relax you faster and give you a deeper, longer sleep. So if you're suffering with insomnia, definitely give the pink noise a try. You can find videos on YouTube that will just play it, or you can find it on um, apps like Calm, things like that. Then we get to brown noise. Now this has been promoted a lot on things like TikTok specifically for ADHD. So brown noise, again, includes every frequency that the ear can hear, but the lower frequencies are a lot more powerful. So they're a lot louder. It's very bass heavy. And this is supposed to help focus it may mimic the effects of dopamine which means it helps you focus it's also calming and there are millions and millions of tiktok views on those videos promoting brown noise which tells me that it probably works when i listened to the brown noise i did find it calming it's hard to describe without listening to it google brown noise and have a listen yourself It is. it does clear your mind i would say it is similar to medication it's obviously not as effective and as soon as you turn the brown noise off there is no lasting effect at all it's just literally while you're playing the sound obviously with medication it's a longer lasting effect but it does do something similar to medication in it just i think because it's playing all the frequencies it quietens the chatter in my mind my brain doesn't work in the same way it can't drift off as much when there's a noise playing if that makes sense. So now I'm gonna move on to 8D. If you haven't heard of 8D music, it's supposed to be eight dimensional. So you can take any song and make it 8D, not you personally, like a music producer or something, someone could make it 8D and it's just the way it is played. So they will single out certain instruments or certain aspects. If you think about stereo sound, so there's mono sound where equal volume comes out of every speaker. Then the stereo sound. So that's when we used to all have an old stereo back in the day. If you can't remember that, basically a stereo used to have speakers one side and the other side. So both sides, um, the same as in your car, your car is stereo sound. And it just means that the sound out of one side could be louder than the other and vice versa. It just means you can set different levels for left and right. So that's stereo sound. So 8D actually would do like stereo sound but it's more like surround sound and they can single out voices or instruments or parts 8d is actually used quite frequently in just normal everyday songs you hear on the radio but they use it in very small parts you know when you like listening to a track and it's one you love and all of a sudden it goes very quiet um the example i'm thinking of right now is like kylie Minogue's love at first sight only because i saw a TikTok on it earlier but after the first chorus the verse, sorry, not the verse, the music goes quite quiet and far away, and it's that perception of depth that's what 8D is giving you. 8D is supposed to help with relaxation, stress relief, and it gives you a mood boost, even more so than usual music. So we all know music stimulates dopamine, especially tracks that you love, but this is supposed to be like that times 10. What it is, it's an immersive sensory experience. So again, we're using those sensitivities that we have to our advantage. The way this got popular on TikTok, they keep playing this video called, I've got a record player. I'd sing it to you now, but I've got a bit of a sore throat. But if you just Google, I've got a record player song, you can hear it for yourself. Also, there's lots of AD tracks on YouTube that you can listen to. It's a real immersive experience of the music. It feels like it's moving all around you, which is similar to ASMR, which we'll get into soon. Um, But anecdotally, it does help focus and sometimes it can have a negative impact. So dizziness. So be aware of that but there's no lasting side effects, positive or negative. So if you get dizzy, you just turn it off, you're going to be absolutely fine. But same when it's giving you a positive effect the minute you turn it off, you're going to lose that positive effect. Although I feel like mood boosting, you're not just instantly going to snap into a bad mood, are you? So maybe you'll have longer lasting on the mood boosting. I personally love 8D. I've listened to it a lot. I've stumbled on it on TikTok. There's certain songs I like better than others. Sometimes I feel like they're done a bit badly and um, it's a bit too much movement, but I really like it when it feels like it's swirling around you and you just feel like you're in a 3D space. It feels like... You know, like sometimes you hear a sound in a song and it sounds so 3D. It feels like it's right next to you. Anyway, I'm going to go on to ASMR now where I can go into that a bit more. So ASMR, I'm just going to remind you, is Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. I have been into this for years. I think from when it very first came out, it must have been about 12 years ago, maybe longer actually. I think it must be longer so i was always looking to be a youtuber back in the day in my 20s and i stumbled across some like massage videos where because i was also doing a beauty vrq because i was a performer i needed a skill in between so i would watch massage videos to learn how to do massage and i found them so relaxing i would just calm right down sometimes it would make me just feel all tingly all over you know like when you're really relaxed and you're just tingly so I just used to end up watching massage videos to fall asleep. And then next minute, this girl popped up called um, Gentle Whispering Maria on YouTube. And she was doing like whispering videos. I think one of her videos must have been massage. And that's how I found that she must have come up when I've been looking for massage videos. But she was also whispering while she was doing the massage videos. Or sometimes she would speak very softly. Because obviously when you're doing massages and stuff, sorry to get loud really fast there. Um, but obviously when you're doing massages, it's meant to be a relaxing environment. So a lot of people do speak very softly while they're doing it. So it was quite realistic. And that is where I first heard of this ASMR. And apparently some people experience it and some people don't. But there's been studies to show that there are similarities in the brain when experiencing ASMR as the ADHD brain. So sorry, the similarities in the parts that light up between having ADHD or experiencing ASMR relaxation and tingles, it's quite a new thing. There hasn't been a lot of studies into it, but I can tell you from personal experience and I can also give you what research there is out there. So studies suggest that you it creates an enhanced flow state which helps with concentration. Now, I don't use it for concentration because it sends me to sleep immediately. I would say probably yes, it does help with concentration because the reason it helps me sleep is it helps me to switch my brain off. I am concentrating only on that video. I am concentrating only on relaxing. Whereas without the video or without the ASMR sounds, I find it hard to concentrate. My mind is jumping all over the place. And obviously, you're not going to take medication when you go into sleep because it will keep you awake. Anecdotally, it is known to relieve insomnia. I can attest to that. Restlessness, yes. Anxiety, it definitely, definitely helps with anxiety. Even if you don't experience the tingles, the relaxation of just a quiet, calm environment, and a lot of them about um, caretaking. So a lot of the videos are taking care of you. Um, You know, just positive affirmations, things like that. It can really help take down the anxiety levels. It's also supposed to help with stress, depression, and it gives you shivers or tingles, which, me personally, this is coming from me now, giving you shivers or tingles, like a response in your body, tells me logically that it's nervous system relaxation, which if you've read anything about ADHD and trauma and trauma that is created by having ADHD that's been undiagnosed for a long time, nervous system relaxation is a big one we are on high alert, we are hyper vigilant because we're always trying not to make mistakes. We're always trying hard to remember things. We're trying to overcompensate for our ADHD symptoms. And sometimes you can't logically talk your way through those feelings. Sometimes it has to be a body release. It has to be nervous system related. And that is what I think ASMR is perfect for. So give it a go. Again, there's lots of it on YouTube. If you want to just listen, there is lots of it on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you can listen to audios, TikTok, wherever you want, you can find ASMR these days. It is big. And one note I wanted to say again is it's positive sensory stimulation. It's positive sensory sensitivity. So all those negative traits we have where we're overstimulated, this is stimulating you in a positive way and that's why it helps me to relax especially when i'm overstimulated, that's one of the first things i do noise cancelling headphones and listen to some asmr and then i'm going to talk about bpm now this is the thing i could find the least research on there's literally no research i think it's because it's such a new concept it's blown up on tiktok so all we've got is the evidence of the people in the comments, the fact that the videos have gone viral with it, the fact that people are creating playlists now and saying they are using them to help them focus when they are working. But the thing that I'm most interested in about the high BPM music, BPM music is fast music. So it's beats per minute. How many beats are there in the music per minute? The theory goes that it's supposed to be 154 beats per minute or higher, and that is is gonna help you with burnout recovery, which is what I am most interested in. I haven't tried this yet. You try it, tell me how it goes. I'm gonna try it, I'll tell you how it goes. It releases inhibitory responses and helps those impulsivity traits come back out so that you can be creative again. And at first I was confused by that because I was like, well, surely we're trying to lessen our ADHD symptoms, but no the ADHD symptoms, that impulsivity, that creativity, the hyper focus leads to burnout eventually. And if you think about burnout and how you feel when you're really tired and you've just absolutely crashed, you do feel inhibited. You don't want to be seen. You don't want to talk to anyone. You don't want to go anywhere. You don't want to do anything. You don't feel impulsive at all in the moments, unless of course you're like binge eating or something. But in regards to motivation, you feel very inhibited, you wanna be insular. Overriding that part of your brain, releasing that inhibition and raising your impulsivity again will help you. It's supposed to reset your brain. Basically, that's what they say. In short, it's gonna help you get out of burnout more quickly. And the main the main creator that has talked about this, if you wanna refer back to their video, is Nat, Natand, N-A-T-A, oh, Natana can't even read my own writing here. N-A-T-A-N-A, ADHD design thinking on TikTok. So she's done it like as an experiment and her video went viral. There was 24,000 people saying it worked. It's worth a try. All these things are free. That's what's brilliant about it. They're all free. They all require no time, no energy, no effort. You just play them in the background while you're trying to get something done or you play them in the background while you're trying to get asleep. It's worth a try. It's absolutely free and imagine if it works, like how well it's going to work for you. As I say, I can vouch for several of these, the 8D, the brown noise and the ASMR. I have tried them all. I haven't included this in my notes, but it's just popped into my brain. Another thing that I use is subliminals. If you can find a good subliminal, I'm actually tempted to make one of these myself, like ADHD specific subliminals. Let me know if you'd be interested in something like that because i I have a background in music. My brother is a music producer. So obviously like looking into all this sound, I'm full of ideas, but I actually love subliminals. So I like to condense as many things into one as I can. I want to be as efficient as possible. So why couldn't we have a subliminal? If you don't know what a subliminal is, by the way, I'm getting ahead of myself. A subliminal is when Affirmations or relaxing statements, or you say things, you make statements about a goal that you want, like I listen to subliminals about good health, or I listen to subliminals about success, or sleep and relaxation. So those affirmations are said, they're recorded, but then they're put set to a frequency and played under music so that you cannot hear them. You cannot audibly hear them through your ears. What that does is they're set to a specific frequency that bypasses the conscious mind and it goes straight into your subconscious. Why that is helpful is because when you're told something in your subconscious mind, your ego is going to take over, your limiting beliefs take over, you talk yourself out of it you say all the reasons why I can't be successful all the reasons why I can't be healthy you reject it your subconscious your conscious mind sorry rejects certain things based on your ingrained beliefs from childhood when something can bypass that and go straight into your subconscious mind your subconscious mind has zero filter. So your subconscious mind is actually what those beliefs were put into when you were a child because that conscious mind doesn't come into play until later on in childhood. That's why they say it's so important what you say and do and demonstrate to a child who is young. I think it's like up to age seven is subconscious. And then after that, their beliefs are pretty much cemented unless they do some deep inner work. Cutting right to that subconscious mind is reprogramming those beliefs with ease. And you don't even have to do anything. It's no effort for you. I mean, how perfect. So I'm thinking, how useful would it be to have something either in 8D? Well, it would depend what it was for. So you might want to work hard and be successful. If you're an entrepreneur, let's say you want to be successful, you could record something in 8D, which is known to help with focus. It could start with that and then it could carry on with brown noise because that helps with focus, but all the while it could be playing affirmations at that frequency that goes straight to your subconscious mind that is telling you, you are strong, you are successful, you can do this, you don't have to worry about being an imposter, you can focus, you enjoy your work, you live with purpose, all these types of things, I'm coming up with so many ideas. We haven't got that at the moment, but I think I'm going to start working on it straight away. But while we haven't got that, you can find subliminals in lots of places. I would say just get it from a trusted source. I don't trust these random ones on YouTube. I'm sorry. If you can find one recommended from someone else, that would be great. Or if there's someone you follow that creates subliminals, I use the ones from Francesca Amber. She is the Law of Attraction Change My Life podcast. She sells them on her website for £3. Or Mart Tweedy, and he is Canny Crystals. He also sells subliminals. You can find them there. And I trust those two a lot. But find someone you trust. Denise Duffield Thomas does them as well. Find someone you trust that isn't going to, like, program your mind to do something silly. (laughs) And uh, subliminals really help. They definitely help me. They have relaxing music over the top. And I just find if I wake up first thing in the morning, don't even open my eyes. Just put my headphones in and listen to subliminals. My day just goes better. Anyway, I have rabbited on and on and on, and I think we should wrap this week's episode up. Don't forget that the Body Doubling membership is there waiting for you in the links below. If you need help getting tasks done, get down there and join us. We have a lot of fun in there. Last week, I was planning my whole week out together. We did it live, and you can listen to that. Don't forget, You don't have to wait for new episodes to come on. You have access to the whole back catalogue. You can sign up on Apple Podcasts, Patreon or Spotify. I'll leave the link down below. And there's some freebies down there as well. Don't forget to check out all the links. Don't forget to come and see me on Instagram, TikTok or Facebook. And I'll see you all next week. Bye.